Well, hello there. Come on in. Have a seat. Enjoy a beverage. And welcome to the Martini Lounge with Jonathan and Sergey. Welcome back. Hello. 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 Hello, bitches. Hello, bitches. Hello. It's another fun installment of the. Oh, and this one's extra fun. The show you're all just countdown on the calendar. I know. When can I go to the lounge? That is what people ask all the time. Uh, yeah, and we're like, come on over. It's in our office. I know. <laughs> true. So. And you can honestly go to the lounge anytime. Oh, that's anytime. true. The lounge? Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing about the lounge. The lounge is more of a mindset. It is. The lounge is like... It's like the mind palace that exactly. Sherlock Holmes has. Ex- right. Is. I don't know. Yeah, I know what yeah. that is, but like, yeah. I don't know what it's that's actually called. Is that what it's called? The mind palace? Yes, I finally remembered. Beautiful. Done. Um, that it is. It's just like that. And there's endless drinks in, in our version. Yeah. Um, exactly. Ideally, the lounge. Here's here's the ideal. Okay, it's like a little jazz quartet in the corner, yes, right? Always. It's like this big, like mm-hmm. dark area. It's super like mm, right, loungy, like front. The lights, like, the, the starlight ceiling. I love starlight right? ceiling. Yeah. And bottomless yeah. drinks, all inclusive. Always. All Always. inclusive is right. All inclusive bar. There's like fire drinks because yeah. I love those. <laughs> yes. yes. And, like little. <gasps> There's fire towers. There's a fire and water feature. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because we're awesome. Yeah. We don't have just a fireplace. It's all on fire. It's Uh, in hell. Everything. Yes. Yes. It is actually all on fire. That's just what's happening. Yeah. Um, So welcome to that picture. I know. There you go. That's what the martini lounge is like in our heads. Exactly. So you should always be there. I know. No, today actually you said it's going to be an extra fun show and it Uh is. We love talking to funny people and we have a funny man who's going to be coming on. And we were talking earlier about... How stand-up comedy mm-hmm. is a lot harder than just like oh, writing comedy my or, God. or acting comedy. You right. and I do those things. We do. We write sketches, and I mean, yeah. we we do uh, you know videos and stuff, and we we'll write those and out. We're entertaining yeah. public speakers, right? But to do stand-up, I think. Oh my God, I've tried as hard. See, I tried too once in high school, um, mm-hmm. a long time ago, but it never really worked. No, it's, it's hard. So- it's, it's really hard. hard. It's, it's an really art hard. form. No. I mean, it's like uh, you guys might have heard when we talked to Michael mm-hmm. Hitchcock, who mm-hmm. was with uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and he talks yep. about how it's a different discipline. It you really know, his is. is talking about improv, and improv's also a form of comedy. We've done that, Which, but like the one thing I just don't, yeah. I can't get, I and I don't want to do really. I'll it's leave it to the experts. Stand up. Yeah. It's stand up because yeah. it's rough. Right. And and improv, at least, the, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know. You yeah. Maybe it's because you're not the only one that right. the pressure is. It's so much pressure to do oh, stand up. Let, let me tell you, when we're, we're when we're having to write like jokes to put in speeches, right. that's so rough. It's like, like I don't yeah. know. It's, it's a good thing we have the personality mm-hmm. <laughs> to that's, exactly. smooth it through. And here's the deal. Like, you and I are super good at like situational. Yes. Comedy. Like, oh, in the yeah. moment. Yep. and. Yep. Hanging out, and if you, I mean, if anybody ever like reality show style, like follows <gasps> like us with we the camera, would be hysterical, mm, hysterical, yeah, right? Yeah. We're good for that. But when you have to write it out and plan it out and be like, "Hey, do a thirty-minute set," I'd be like, "What? Oh, uh, no, I can <laughs> um, write you a thirty-minute sitcom. Yeah, I will do that. How about we have <laughs> drinks and you just watch? <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Is that good? Because we get to create the situations that we find exactly. funny, anyways. That's what's easy. Well, and with sitcoms, we just take 
funny shit from our from lives. From our life. And exactly. then put it because it's hilarious. Exactly. We'll put it in, but I don't know. And then, and then acting it is just fun. Exactly. And I feel like, okay, at least for us, it translates way better when you act it out. Oh, yeah. And you like film it and you set oh. it up and everything, like the facial expressions. But in sitcom, yeah. you have to write that and you have to deliver it and there's timing. On and the stand-up? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, I, I, I don't know. It's a beast. So if you hadn't guessed, we will be talking to a stand-up comedian yeah. <laughs> in just a little bit. And we'll talk to him about what it's like. Like, right. what are you doing? Because right. he's, you know, he's coming up in the game right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's fascinating. Oh, and no. it's hard to begin your start because I wonder right. what that awkward transition is like. Is Oh, you got a TV gig. You got to deliver it. But, yeah. you know, I mean, the growth spurts you're going to have to have. Exactly. exactly. Well, and, and you know, Girl. the tide comes in. The tide goes out. It's mm-hmm. like you'll get a lot of shit at first. You're like, yeah. oh, everybody loves me. Everybody loves me. But then yeah. to get to the next level, you have to be even better. Well, we saw Margaret Cho recently. Yes. And she's been on our show a few times. Love and her. what's fascinating is the woman has been doing comedies for t- over oh, almost yeah. 30 years, I oh, think yeah. is what she said. She's still at the top of her game. We saw yeah. her performance. She was Woo. so funny. But Woo. to make it 30 years. That's amazing. And keep going. No, she that's has amazing. tons to come. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's got to take. I mean, it, it's hard to be funny for 30 years. That's dedication. That's a lot of work. And yeah. that's just that's just charisma. Like, you have to you have to love your, your craft so much that you're always willing to do I it. I know. And you because, can turn it on. Exactly. You know? And I feel like a lot of comedians, what they, what they kind of do, they'll start out with their... Um, you know, their their regular um they'll start out with their regular oh hold on. Um with their regular like sets. Yeah. And so they'll yeah. go on, they'll mm-hmm. do that, they'll they'll tour a few different cities and then, you know, they get on T V. Yeah. And they do a TV show. Yeah. And then after that, they have their late night show or yeah. like something like that. And <laughs> you then have they, the whole career exactly. arc set. And then you have like your late night <laughs> show period for a little bit. Yeah. And after that, they kind of just like, okay, well, I did everything I did. Right. So now That's I'll why just I love retire, the, you know? like our favorite comedians like Margaret Show who just yeah. keep going. She keeps the going. The woman is never going to yeah. stop, which exactly. is good. And it's also, I have a lot of respect for stand-up mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. because of those very things, actually. Exactly. Well, okay. So we've been, we've, we've been hyping it up. So why? Why don't we just get to it? I mean, we're going to be talking to Matthew Brossard. Um, you may have seen or heard him on Conan O'Brien or The Half Hour in Comedy Central. Um, he was also recently named by Esquire magazine as one of their top 10 comedians, which in 2017, um, we're excited to, you know, to kind of watch and keep an eye on. So uh, why don't we just welcome Matthew to the lounge? Matthew, are you there? I am here. Hey. Well, hello, sir. Yeah. It's it's so surreal because yeah. we watched, we've been watching YouTube stuff forever now, uh, since yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, forever's like a day. <laughs> and I if do... the comedy's bad, that feels like forever. So. <laughs> True statement. <laughs> I also love that. How do you pronounce your last name? Broussard. Broussard. Broussard, perfect. I think it's appropriate, uh, especially with some of your 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 comedy that Sergey introduced you as Brosard. You're just a bro. Brosard. You're just a, the douchebag, right? That's what it is, right? There. Yeah, I look like one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and that's kind of how you, you you do your comedy. I mean, I like that you acknowledge that you're that. Hey, listen, this is what it is, but. I mean, name it, let's move on. Right, exactly. But the thing about you is that you studied math, applied math at Rice University. So you're like you're like really smart, like super smart. And how, how does how does no. that, you're not. <laughs> you're like there's a reason I'm a stand up I, I I I I enjoy math. It was the thing I had the easiest time with and I okay. fun with. Okay. Okay. But people people put a high premium on being good at math, like mm-hmm. people think it's harder. It's what you built for it. 
Right. I do, yeah, I do enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. You. Do you ever right. apply it in your comedy? Compliment that... deflected. Right. Yeah. yeah. Success. <laughs> That's right. Now, do you? Yeah. What's it like to take that mindset? It's a very different mindset with, uh, obviously, math. How do you apply that to you being a comedian? I think it, it sounds super pretentious, but I don't think they're that different. I think there's a, there's a mechanical, I and mean, you look at like writing jokes specifically, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of formulas, there's a lot of pattern recognition, ultimately what a joke is, 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 is leading a crowd one way and then surprising them, um, right. some form or another, and, and I think a lot of that you can use math to kind of plot your course, um, so with writing, it definitely can be a left brain process, uh, with writing comedy, you'll see that with a lot of writing rooms. People with, you know, like the entire writing staff for Futurama has like masters or PhDs in right. engineering yeah. and science. And, <laughs> they, like that, yeah. and they do that. You can see that in the show every single episode. You're that. like, oh my God, yeah. there's layers. It's so smart. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's well, so smart. Well, in doing yeah. in doing some research on you, uh, kind sir, we did uh, see that you also were a financial analyst, but you got fired. So is there a story we yes. need to know? <laughs> Um, I got the, the the real story is um, I got I, you know I I, just, I was kind of being distracted from my job by pursuing comedy uh, <laughs> simultaneously and I was I was kind of on a short lease I was I was kind of on my way out was mm-hmm. the plan of you know I'm going to start pursuing comedy more seriously and uh, you know we set a shorter time frame for me to stick around and still be there but obviously pursuing both. Uh, and I screwed up something really bad. Oh boy! And it was <laughs> no. only only right that I had stepped down. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so, and for, so what you're saying like, is that we can blame 2009 uh, financial crisis on you? On you? you oh, it was you. you that was you, yeah, right? Oh. Yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> Wall Street. It's Wall, it's Wall Street's fault. I mean, regulation. Right. I think Obama should go to jail for letting that, or Bush, whoever it was. Yes, for right. Happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my God. Bernie Madoff. Someone, <laughs> yes, not me, is responsible. Exactly. Right. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody you? I have right. some actors. Let's put them on that list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay. So moving on from from okay, the being being the smart guy, the guy, or I guess not so smart then, being the financial <laughs> analyst to being comedy. What I mean, what's that transition like, and what is it like to do? You know, the in between, the working that day job while doing comedy at night, basically. I miss that. Um, it was actually that way. It really was a really wonderful period uh, because you're just so supercharged. Like your 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 dad's trying to get stuff done, and you just can't wait to go out and do college at night. Right. And you're like secretly writing jokes under your desk when your boss kicks out. Um, <laughs> that right. that it was exhausting. I was I was completely on edge. I was you know going to sleep at one, you know, rolling into work every night, um, using vacation days to go perform. Yeah, wow. and uh, I miss it because now I have all day, and I do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you just you're super. You're the more time you have, the more time you wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen, you just I'm I'm learning what my future is going to be like, so I I guess I should be prepared to get fired because you just described <laughs> yeah. you just described my life. Now, how did your parents react to you going from you know the the math jobs, the finance jobs, to oh he's a stand up comedian? Uh, my mom still hates it. Um, <laughs> she just wants, she just doesn't think I have, that anyone related to her would have the luck to succeed in an industry like that. Um, it was never, 
no one in our direct family is in the uh, entertainment or even in like I wasn't allowed to major in math. Oh wow! Um, they thought math wasn't employable enough, so I had to compromise and do applied math. <gasps> oh my gosh! So um, <laughs> they weren't excited, but they ultimately accepted. I was, you know, at that age, twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you want to do that, we're not going to support you. Oh wow! <laughs> you can't fall. After, if you're going after this. You gotta, you gotta go after it. Yeah. And take those and, and we really encourage you to build a safety net, take a journey or whatever. Um, and uh, I, I didn't do that. I kind of just went all in, which is the way to go. Right. I didn't go all in. I got forced to do that. I, I tried to keep my job, but I lost it. Right. And I got really lucky. Yeah, right. I mean, look, you're getting na- Esquire man- uh, magazine exactly. naming you one of the top ten exactly. comedians to watch in 2017. I mean, obviously, something's going right. Well, I mean, and also, you. you know, also to your parents had high expectations. Clear. I mean, if math wasn't <laughs> enough, I mean, you just went for right. the whole thing. You're like comedy, fine, fuck right. it. I'm doing comedy. Exactly. I love that. I mean, and yeah. just just a little secret. I mean, you're also on the Martini Lounge, so your career is amazing. I, you know, I, insane. <laughs> I mean, you're you're talking to us. <laughs> I mean, duh, the the highlight. Now, right? Uh, clearly, I think you've adapted well from the nine to five job to the artist life. I mean, you have so much time that you just. Sure. W- what do you do? What do you do with your time? <laughs> I don't know. Not much. It's amazing how a day can fly by and be like, "What did I actually get done?" Uh, my attention. Like at the end, of my girlfriend will come home from work. She's like, "What'd you do today?" I'm like. Oh shoot! What did I? Yeah. <laughs> I can like three things. None of them were important. <laughs> it's eight hours. Yeah, it's it's amazing how little you can do. And like I don't like I don't even like smoke weed or watch Netflix, and I still get nothing done. Oh my uh, god! Like like, dude, be better. So that I'm was a nine to five job. You were like you were a desk. You don't get a lot done either. Right. And self, as as we know, self-discipline, I don't even know how that, I don't know how to spell it, I, let alone have it. So so we get you. Yeah. So you did a set on There's Conan. There's a in there for no reason. Exactly. Right. <laughs> now, you did a set on yeah. Conan o- O'Brien that uh, a ton of people saw. Was that your first breakthrough set on television? And what was it like? Well, I did all this before. Then it was really... Um, that one was, um, I was really excited. I had already recorded my comedy for half hour. Mm-hmm. So to me, I wanted Conan for years. I ended up getting my half hour first, which doesn't happen. I recorded it, and then they offered me oh, a of course. Conan. And I was kind of over it, thinking it would be a big event. Right. Um, and I was happy with us. That went, and I, and I went home and had dinner. And uh, my brother posted it on Reddit. And Reddit, um, I got the views it did. Um, So it had a a good little moment. It felt really good. I have some terrible people in the comments section. Horrible, horrible, disgusting people. Other than that, it was a really wonderful, positive response. See, that's great. And the rule is never read the comments. Unless they're good. Because I've been there. Yeah, Yeah. don't don't put yourself through that. Hate is gonna hate. You know, yeah, Taylor Swift. Just, you know, play Shake It Off and you'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Hate is gonna yeah. hate, hate, yeah. hate. So no time for them. Thank, thank you, performing <laughs> artist Taylor Swift. Yes, thank you. Now you're currently on MTV Two with Guy Code and Not Exactly News. T- talk to us a little bit about those two things. What I mean, they're two different shows. What are each of them like? 
Oh, uh, long um, I'm sorry, Matthew, uh, wait one time. You're, you're wait kind of breaking second. up on us. Yeah. Hold on. What's that? The, the, you broke up on us, so yeah, we, couldn't, we, we, didn't under, we didn't get your answer. Oh, sorry. No, one no, more, no, you're one fine. One more time. Let's, oh. Yeah, so uh, let's start from, yeah, yeah. yeah, just go ahead and start answering again. Yeah, uh, those, uh, they're both long over. Um, oh, they were uh, really let, fun to be a part of. Those were like early on, shortly after I moved to LA, I got to be a part of those, which were great because that was like right after I fired. Right, right. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. We're, we're just uh, here to help. Reach, but. We're just here to help open old wounds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're, it's, a, it's a full experience on our show, just all, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get right. So let's get to so far. I mean, to be named like we said in your opening, uh, a comedian to watch this year. What has been? What is that like to have? You know, the reality to what you're working on, and then to be called a comedian to watch. Uh, it's really flattering, but at the same time, there's pressure. Right. Oh God, uh, yeah. Simultaneously with us, like, oh, they're doing this off of the jokes I just put out. I haven't written any new ones, <laughs> so I got to sit out. It's flattering. It's you. Got to got to rise to the occasion. The political magazines that I read too much, and uh, that yeah, it's um, it's neat. It's once you get it, you start to realize that like they could be wrong about me. <laughs> like, there's nothing that says they're right. Your first thought is like, hmm. I, I am friends with the person who wrote that article, so ooh, I was like, I mean, I was like, I saw the article, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Oh, Emily, right? Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Hey, listen, you fake yeah. it, you fake it till you make it. Exactly. That's what we say. Nothing wrong with having friends in the industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Fake yeah. that shit. Now, so far in your comedy career, we like okay, we like to ask this question here on, on the Martini Lounge because it comes with good stories. It what, so does. What, what's been like the most awkward or embarrassing like moment that you've experienced so far? Oh, is it John Mulaney? Is yes. yes. Oh, love that guy. Comedian, he's, he's yeah. my favorite comedian. Right. I, I was like, it was maybe two years ago. I was I'd been in LA for a year, and I have you know I have a, like I have a list of my top ten favorite comedians. Right. He's number one. Right. Nice. Number two, three, four, five. I had met. I even performed with Mulaney. I had never seen live. I had for some reason never been in the same room with him, which is weird in comedy. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna find a show he's on and go out and watch it because I am a fan of his and I should treat myself to that. Right. I drive out to like Silver Lake. Half mile away from this house party comedy show, and uh, I'm talking to my cousin on the way there, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going to see Mulaney." He's like, "Oh, I'm so jealous." Have you seen the show? I'm like, "No, but it hurts terrible." He's like, "People don't like it." I like it. I like it. I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's just, it's just you know, and it's it steps out of my car. I'm on the speakerphone. I look over. Mulaney is looking for house addresses." What? Also parked uh, a half a mile away. And oh this is my, my introduction God. to my favorite comedian. Oh my oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, and yeah, that was. Yeah. No, he's also one I love. I love watching watching his stuff. Now, between TV and stand up and news reporting and math, 
which one of these <laughs> trades and practices do you which do you fancy the most? You know, where do you want? Where do you see your future? Where do you see yourself in ten years, young oh, man? Oh boy, God, <laughs> that question. Uh, hopefully, still doing stand up. Still trying to make uh, fun stuff. I, I like. Uh, have you guys happened to uh, see my my uh, web comic? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Monday. That Monday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monday. Monday. Or Monday. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do. I want to do something. That, in ten years, I hope I've done something with that. It's bigger than just a website because I do. I do those drawings and uh, not very well known, but the people who like it to get really excited about it, and that's really fun. That's awesome. Uh, I'd like. I'd love to do more with that. Yeah. Definitely. Well, it's fun. They are fun. We were looking over them last night. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just fun. They are exactly, and that's the that's the thing. You have to have you know your creative outlet, and that. <laughs> right. That's right, just, exactly. That's exciting. Um. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Did you solve any? What was that? Salt. No. Any? You may. No. I know. I saw that. I'm like. Oh wait. I. Not only do I get to be entertained, but I have to work. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, which I love, but you got to do something, right? Uh, God, we're not this, good at that. This interactive <laughs> shit. I know. I <laughs> so no, not yet. But, not we'll, yet. but we'll, we'll get, get back, back to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucking love that. Now, okay, ready for this question? This is another one this of our is classics. So important. This, um, is a, this is an Oprah question. This is the hard hitting one. So you better sit down. Um, boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Oh, oh, the hybrid. The hybrid. The you, hybrid. you really have to. What was that? They're called, uh, they're called trunks. They're called trunks. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. Of they're shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Square cut. yeah. No, I like them I bought, better. like 30 pairs of the same one. And <laughs> oh, I threw out anything else I had. My yeah. life is so much better. <laughs> You're like, this is the one. I'm committing. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to tell you, we're very yeah. proud because straight guys just, I'm just going to throw this at you. Most of you straight guys have no idea how important good underwear is. That's I'm correct. just saying. So score one for you. It's, it's big. It is. It is. You got to feel sexy. Yeah. 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 Oh, see, it's nice to, and yes. you have to have some support in your life. So, <laughs> yes, you know, exactly. there you, go. you don't get support from <laughs> my family. Not support me. At least the <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the thing closest to your, you know, you know, the precious area to the pre is exactly to the balls. The thing is, I, uh, I swam for years, and you, oh, when wow. you swim, you wear a speedo. Yeah. When right. you get used to a really a good fitting speedo, is just really you need it. Yeah. And that's what kind of spoiled me. I was like, I need that outside the pool. <laughs> you need like a good like and Adidas tight grip. cut boxer briefs. Yes. See? Okay. 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 I right. love that we even got the the inner workings of how the mind decides this I is how it is. I, hey, that works. I'm telling you, you know this what? is the question that really hits home. This I'm is where saying. all of Matthew Brossard's <laughs> fans are going to be like, I learned something no one else knows. Exactly. I'm just saying. Just thanks. Okay, so we found you like we said earlier, we found you on a top 10 list from Esquire magazine, but you've also, you were named Houston's funniest person in the past, though that's a lot of good yes. recognition. Have you felt that you're getting more noticed, or is it still kind of like few and far between? Uh, I think I get more recognition than I deserve. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm, uh, it's great, I appreciate it, but like, I'm not asking for more exposure. I'd rather, I'd rather build up what I do and get better oh, sure. at it. Right. And that's more important to me than people recognizing it. I'm yeah. paying my bills. I don't really care about myself. To be honest, if you can pay your bills doing what you like, I think, what? I think I'm a little overrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, if you can pay your bills doing what you're like, who, Just, I mean, what else do you exactly. need? That's what you're got to made. 
Oh, I'm sorry, you. what was that? I missed the last one. <laughs> no, we just said you got it made because you're, you're paying your bills by doing what you like to do. Yeah, and yeah. splitting rent with my girlfriend. That's the other way. That, you know what? <laughs> that is a true statement. Hey. That is, I know how that goes. Get the advantages. <laughs> I mean, also, you, you though, like. That. I think maybe you underrate yourself a little bit. I'm just going to go out on a therapy, on a therapy. Oh, no, I'm going to cut you off here. Don't give, this gets yourself, dangerous. give yourself some credit. I'm just saying, because <laughs> we don't like a lot of people. So. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So it's perfect. Okay. So, okay. Before, before we wrap it up, I just, I mean, first of all, I love the Mindy project and let's just touch on that real quick. What you were on that show, right? You, you had a, you had a guest appearance. What was that like? What was working with that crew? Uh, that was really cool. I didn't meet Mindy. Uh, someone saw my stand-up yeah. and heard me do the bit about looking like a douchebag, and they right. needed someone to play a Dartmouth <laughs> beer pong, a Dartmouth alumni beer pong tournament announcer slash referee. Right. Uh, <laughs> and like basically everything I am in six words. Right. Uh, so <laughs> they, they had me in to do that, and uh, that was really cool. It was it was just a day's work. It was just cool. there's like a. Ike Barinholtz and uh, Adam Pally are on that show. Uh, right, uh, some right. other comedians who were just—it was really cool to watch them work. They're really talented, really good actors, mm-hmm. uh, and it's—it's it's just cool because I didn't like announce it super big, so I still get random friends being texting me like, "Dude, was that you?" Just like <laughs> yeah. people like catch up on Mandy slowly. <sighs> right, and it's like yeah, I'm sneaking up on you. Seeing, yeah, before you know lines. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Watch out. I love it. So is there anything coming up or anything that you're doing that listeners now who are just getting to know you can see more of you? Sure. Um, my, uh, my album Pedantic is on iTunes and Spotify. Nice. Um, and my website, mondayponday.com and the uh, app Monday, all for free, are, 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 are out there. Uh, Monday Ponday, I draw pictures, uh, and each one is a visual play on words that you have to solve. I put up on every Monday. A uh, classic example is a shirtless caveman sculpting a vase. You would look at that and think, oh, that's a Harry Potter. So puzzles like that. <laughs> that's clever. I think that yeah. was pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. very. Oh, good. Now yeah. I just want to go do. That's what just I'll just do. Them. I'll just go solve the pundit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Start with number 53. Go to mondaypundit.com slash 53, okay. and that 53. should help you. I, yeah. I love how specific you are. <laughs> yeah. Number, number hey, 53. Now I know why you're a math, math major. Right, right, 53 exactly. and a half, divide that by four. And that's Go where you there. need to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Find the integer here, please. I love it. Well, you are more than fun. And seriously, don't sell yourself short ever. Yeah. Ever, because you are a funny Thank guy. And, and thanks for spending time with us in the lounge today. Thank you very much. It was a... An honor to be on. Thank you for the nice word. Oh, of I course. know you John, you're haters, so that means yeah. even more. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Listen. You, call, you call yourself haters, right? Right. Yeah. Not us. Not us. Well, we sort of do most, most well, of the time. Okay, maybe it's a true it's statement. Not, oh, <laughs> come on. Haters us. I never. love it. But you're on our good list. We'll keep you <laughs> on the good list. Cynic. Cynic. There you go. This okay, is true. We'll take it. But you're in, our, you're in the good lounge list, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep tabs on you. <laughs> So thank you so thank much you for taking taking some time with us and have a great rest of your day. You too. <laughs> thank you. Stay hydrated. Oh yes, <laughs> very. <laughs> Bye. And that was Matthew. Okay, not Brosard. Broussard. Matthew Brosard. He's an actor, Broussard. comedian. He's a writer. Uh, he's on comedy. He's been on Comedy Central. He's been on Conan. Uh, and he is, like we said, Esquire Magazine uh, named him in February as one of the top 10 comedians to watch 
for Correct. 2017. So that's fun. So you got to watch it. I do want to solve his uh, Monday Punday stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brain has to be in that place because I'm like, oh. Fucking no. Here's oh. a, okay. But I do like I like love, I love the Harry Potter. That's I, hilarious. I, right. I love puns and stuff like that, but it takes work. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I can do so I mean real. we can do podcasts all day. I can go to yard. I mean all that. Right. But when it's like a mental word puzzle for wow. some reason, I'm like, huh. That is a lot. What is this? And if you don't get it, it's like, oh, I give up. I'm I, done. I'm out of here. I so I'm gonna I'm gonna be move. looking at number fifty three because I want to know why. Right. Why is number fifty three the mm, one? Start there. And like, do you go start backwards there. and go yeah. back to one, or just fifty three forward is like his favorites? <laughs> That's what I, I think. Maybe fifty three is the first one. Maybe he has fifty three out right now. Which, the, if he does one oh, every week, see, he's been doing it for a year. There you go. <laughs> math. math worked really well for you, right? There. I freaking know. That was pretty freaking know. Our next comedian hails from our very own Pacific Northwest. He'll be playing the Spokane Comedy Club on July 9th. But if you can't make that, you can check out the funny man himself on his website at www.derektime.com or on one of his two comedy albums, Holy Drivel and Tiny Idiot. We are excited to welcome Derek Sheen to the lounge. Derek, are you there? (laughs) Yes, I am. Hello. Hello. Hello, kind sir. How are you? We're so excited. We are. I I feel like I called in at exactly the right moment. That was perfect timing. Yeah, we, <laughs> we will we will call it kismet because we are magic. That's so right. That's you, right. You are welcome. <laughs> let's let's dive right in. We've been listening to all your. You're just hilarious, guy. Oh my let's god. Let's talk about one of the things you talk about a lot in your comedy is we mentioned that you hail from the Pacific Northwest, like us. Um, you talk a lot about Portland versus Seattle. And we want to know more about this internal struggle that you have. Uh, I, you know, I love uh, Portland. Is saying uh, they're, they're very similar cities. Yeah. Right. Uh, there, there's a difference in the attitude. And uh, Seattle, I've lived here my whole life, so I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's nice to drive to a city that's like Seattle, but it's different because it's not Seattle. And, right. Uh, True. So, I like that. It's like visiting. It's like visiting people that resemble your parents, but they're cooler. <laughs> it's true, and it is a very distinct fine line. Because mm-hmm. there's very <laughs> distinct differences, but it is a fine line. Yeah, I mean, I could, you know, uh, one thing Seattle, Seattle over Portland, Seattle, uh, a lot of adults with backpacks. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, right. Yes. Yes. But not a lot of white kids with dreadlocks. Yeah, so it's kind of <laughs> true. That is a true statement. I see. I I feel like in in Portland, it's it's kind of the style where you are you're professional, but you look homeless, and that's kind of that's kind yeah. of the feel I get from Portland. You know, and that's not Seattle. Yes, no, you're yeah, right. I like to call it uh, I I call it circus chic. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's like I want to shake your hand, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we meeting or are you asking for money? We'll I, see. Know, I don't know what's happening. Um, now, now, Seattleites like to act that like like Spokane's a completely different you know foreign country, and you need a passport and a visa to get in here, and yes. it's so far away. But it's it's really not. And have you been here before? Have you have you played in, in Spokane? Oh, to Spokane, yes, yeah. uh, several times. In oh, fact, good. I, I have. Um, I honestly received the most expensive parking ticket in my life in Spokane. <laughs> nice. I know where you park. I now. believe that. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. that's us. Hello, yep. welcome. I, uh, I, the one taxi cab spot in Spokane is oh. where I parked up <laughs> And uh, apparently, I just paid for a new bathroom at the at one of the downtown Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, you never, okay. and let me give you a tip. Don't park in, is it Diamond Parking Lots? Because oh, you think Blue that Diamond. ticket mm-hmm. was big. So just avoid that when you're here oh. uh, in July. <laughs> just, <laughs> I really, I literally thought when they gave me the ticket, I'm like, I kept looking around because I thought, there's got to be a camera here, right? Yeah. <laughs> at any second. Nope, that's that's what you get. No, the mayor needed a raise. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah. Yep. We have a new park, so we'll so, thank you. As we were saying, a lot like we go to Seattle all the time, and our friends over there always act like for them to visit us is like this huge ordeal, even though we go over like once a month. So <laughs> coming over coming from that way, how do you think Spokane compares with, you know, that Portland Seattle cities? Well, I mean, you know, besides the size, I mean, the size is, of course, different, but right. uh, Spokane reminds me of a cool, it's kind of like a time capsule. Oh, um, When okay. you go over the mountains and you kind of come into this little valley, and then all of a sudden you've got this great, small, but but uh, but mighty-looking city that, that resembles something right out of the 50s. Yes. Where the buildings are only like 20-story yeah. tall max yes. and... Yes. and uh, but but I love that it, you know I did a um, I did a show with Brian Posehn there uh, I love him this year and man oh, both of us when we pulled into Spokane the, the first thing that came out of our mouth was oh my God we're in Haddonfield from the Halloween movie yeah. <laughs> oh exactly it kind of does resemble that and yeah. people here are so stubborn that they never want that to change ever well, ever and, <laughs> and here's the thing it's it's kind of a a mix between quaint. And dated, and that's it's a weird mix to have. It's so. quainted. It's quainted. Quainted. <laughs> I like it. But I love it because it, it seems that way on the outside, and then you know when you get into the city, you're like, oh my god, you guys have the same opioid epidemic. It's yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like a regular city. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We we're all grown up. We have we're the same all... struggles. <laughs> now, now you mentioned doing. Spokane, we're just wearing vintage clothes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned doing uh, uh, shows with Brian. Uh, now, what has has been your favorite comedian to work with? I know you 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 enjoy working with him very much. Who else is up there? I mean, uh, it's. I get, I've been very lucky. I'll be uh, yep. very frank. I've been incredibly yep. lucky, and I had nothing to do with it. It's just dumb luck. But you know, I get to work with Pat Oswalt. I um, love him. Uh, who I absolutely love, and it's been it's been such a good friend and so helpful and and really just uh, such a, a mensch and and put me in some amazing places I didn't feel like I belonged in. And uh, Janine Garoppolo, same thing. <gasps> I've been very oh. fortunate. But but overall, I mean, Brian Brian was one of my biggest influences when I was you know when I was get, coming back up in stand up in my late twenties, early thirties. That is the guy that I really kind of emulated a lot because I I just I was like, that that guy's me. He's the guy that read Stephen King and listened mm-hmm. to Iron Maiden and, you know, yep. and hid out in his room from his parents and, you know, just hoped that there was something better. And I'm the same kid who got my head flushed down the toilet all the time and got <laughs> <Right>. old geek <laughs> and nerd. And, right. and so that was a guy I really, I, I, I went, oh, you know what? I can be whoever I, I can be me again. And, and, uh, I loved it. I loved, I loved his, I loved his stand up early on. And then when I got to know him, I was like, yeah, this guy's, like you know, my the big brother. I always wished I had. So he's he's done amazing things uh, uh, for me, and I can never be thankful enough. But I'd say that out of all of the comics I get to work with, that Brian is hands down my favorite. So. Oh, and he's so fun. And I think when uh, Patton did um, Comedians of Comedy, and they released that DVD with Maria Bamford and everything, that was just put mm-hmm. him like I had a whole new respect for him as a comedian. It was amazing. So I think that's really cool. Uh. 
So you're currently, as we said, you're in Seattle. Uh, are you happy in the Emerald City? Are you looking to move? Are you? Do you want to uproot somewhere? No, I, I'm trying desperately to, to do everything that I need to do from here. It's very hard. We don't have any industry. There's no film industry. There's right. no... There's no real, there's nothing out here. You know, there's there's theater, there's live theater, but it's not really a city that supports live arts as much as it used, used to be because mm-hmm. it's very tech-heavy. Right. But yes. I live here, and my family's here, and my wife's family's here, so I don't really want to move. I love it. I love I love the layout of the city. It's beautiful in the springtime, and I kind of do like when it gets dark and, and the weather gets real fascist. I like that. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> it's so oppressive. Yeah. That's my but, favorite. But, <laughs> but but I you know I don't want to move I I have so much here if I had to I would probably fight against it but at the same time I'm the same guy that will complain about how much I hate this city and refuses to leave it mm-hmm. you know right. I grew up here I grew up here uh, during the you know I mean I I came out in my twenties I was you know when when grunge was starting to happen I was yeah. here during all these seminal points in history and Seattle used to be very cool in that way that it was dirty and funky and. You know, it was like having an older cousin that was in a metal band when you were growing up and, you know, <laughs> gave you all these cool tapes and yeah. always had patches on their jacket right. and you know, his girlfriend had black lipstick. And yeah, exactly. And like, oh my God, you're the coolest. Yeah. And now that, that cousin is a 51-year-old data analyst for a Fortune 500 company and he it's wears true. khakis and his favorite day of the week is casual Friday because he gets to wear his funny Hawaiian shirts <laughs> and he won't shut up about seeing Dave Matthews at a winery four years ago. Oh, I, and that's so true. That's so, yeah, you've nailed the identity of Seattle, I, <laughs> I think. Know, and, <laughs> and a little bit of my identity <laughs> as well. So. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Now, it, you talk, I mean, you talk about this love-hate relationship and it's it's on uh, your one of your albums, um, Tiny, Tiny Idiot. Um, and I, I was, love. you know what? I love that you do that because it's like it's like watching stand up, but in my car, in the comfort right? of my car. Exactly. So so it's everything I love. Um, I hate the radio sometimes, so I just right? plug in. I am. Um, but you yeah. talk about this love hate relationship with 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 Seattle, which like what is that? Why why? It's because you're a hometown boy, right? That's a hometown boy, right? Right. Yeah. And and it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch things Ch- change. Is death. Yeah. When you see the place you grew up and, and you watch it change over time, I mean, there's good things that happen. Like, you know, there's not, there, you know, all of downtown Seattle isn't porn anymore. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, right. and we have, you know, we have a tourist, we have a tourist destination. We didn't have that in the 70s and 80s. You couldn't yeah. go downtown. Yeah. It was just porn and crime and it was yeah. gross and it smelled so bad down there. And it's a fun place to go now. And that's still... It's hard to swallow. It's like losing your idols. It's like watching people mm-hmm. that you admired as a kid grow up. And, you know, again, uh, like that, the analogy I just made, it's like watching someone that, that used to be cool just be an adult. And right. I hate it, but I still love it because, you know, you can't. One thing that, that, that Amazon and Google can't do is change the skyline. Right. They can't change the mountains and they can't change the sunsets and they can't change right. the spring here. So thanks. Right. Not yet, anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Give Bill Gates some time. Yeah, with enough money, yeah. you know, <laughs> right? That's all it takes. But I do, I you know, driving through downtown or driving through you know the Amazon complex, uh, I forget about the sunsets and the mountains when I'm right. just screaming the f word at full grown adults <laughs> who don't know how to use a crosswalk. True. So. <laughs> we are so sorry. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> typically. Typically. <laughs> so we. What, mentioned- I mean, what is yeah. in the? Why is what is in everybody's backpack? 
I know. Probably cats or something. Like I would imagine. I want to know though. I I I do. Mine would have wine. What? Yeah. That's what's in my. Well, knowing Seattle and Washington, it's probably weed. Let's be real. True. True. A lot of weed. Yeah, that's true. It's probably just a big bag of weed. Yeah. Everyone just had a backpack of Franzia with a with a hose in it to their mouth. I wouldn't complain. Right. Exactly. Because everyone'd be so laid back and happy. That's just good. Oh man. Now we mentioned that you have. You have two uh, albums out, comedy albums out. Now, is there rumor of a third, by chance? Yeah, we're done with it. We, um, when I did Tiny Idiot in Chicago last year, yeah. I, uh, six months later, I still had an hour's worth of material that I wanted to tighten up and, and record right away, and the label was dumb enough to let me do it. <laughs> uh, so uh, they fell for it, and I did it in Olympia at... Um, Nice. At La Voyeur, it's this little show called Vomity. Uh, this guy yeah. Sam Miller, who's really funny, runs this great room once a week, and it's in an old, crusty punk club that sits about 40 people. And so we brought everything. We brought lighting rigs, cameras, and we shot it and recorded it, and I did one show, which is kind of rare for a comedy album. Usually they uh, want you to do two or three shows, and mm-hmm. I was like, nope, we can do it in one. And, you know, if the audience isn't with me, fine. Who cares? The material's <laughs> solid, so we did it, and and it's done. We're sitting on it right now and trying to finish up the artwork, but I wanted to have enough distance between Tiny Idiot and this before right. I released it. Yeah, and oh, it'll I'm be excited. called uh, it'll be called Disasturbation. Oh, <laughs> that is every like Saturday it. night. Every Saturday <laughs> night, gentlemen. I tell you, I'm excited for that. That's gonna I know, be fun. Me too. Now, okay, so what? we're going to go see you once you're here in Spokane, and so are a, a, a shit ton of people. Like, a lot right. of people will come. Yeah. Um, what can we expect from uh, a Derek Jean show? Like, what is there that is happening? Uh, I think the new hour that I'm working on is going to have, uh, I mean, you'll hear a lot about, um, uh, well, unfortunately, you'll probably hear a little bit about my genitals, uh, which I apologize <laughs> in advance, but, uh, you know, and I, I, you know, critics be damned. I, I, it's, it's still an important part of, of my life. So I have to talk about it. <laughs> right. And, and, uh, you'll hear about, uh, you know, you'll hear about me, uh, my self medication and, uh, you'll hear about mm-hmm. how much I hate clowns. Oh, uh, yes. good. Oh, yes. You'll hear about how much I hate clowns. Oh, there's, there's, oh. there's so many, there's so much clown hate. And, uh, I've actually had clowns, get up and walk out of my show recently. <laughs> I didn't realize that there were still clowns. And I have, a, I have about 20 minutes on how much I just, oh, no. uh, I, I, I just hate clowns. And uh, so far, the reaction's been mixed by clowns. Uh, 90% absolutely hate me, and 10% are filled with murderous rage. I so. see. <laughs> Listen, oh, boy. clown haters unite in September. I'm just saying. Oh, no. I, Oh, no. The worst of all clowns is coming to a theater uh, near you. Don't say it. Don't I, say I mean, it. If, there was, if there was ever a social group that I was that I was going to exclude, uh, I, clowns are the one that I feel most proud. Like that, I, I, I'm yes. able to get rid of them from my, you know. I feel like that's uh, a black, solid. Black lives, black lives matter. Black lives matter. Clown lives not so much. No, no, it's amazing. I, I agree with you, sir. Oh, no. Solidarity. There you Solidarity. <laughs> we do want to remind. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and well, you know, I, I have a, I have a pretty good. Uh, I think you'll get a, a well-rounded uh, uh, hour of uh, you know what it's like to live inside my head for a little bit. Oh, um, good. And you'll get to see me get angry for no reason because I just unfortunately um, I get I get ramped up and uh, and uh, hopefully that uh, the club will provide just enough gin to calm me down. Uh, Perfect. 
Hey, they should. We'll, uh, you'll we'll, hear about my love of box wine. That's for sure. Oh, oh. wow. Well, you know right. they they have canned wine now in beer cans. Yes. Or, or I oh, saw wine. that and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> A can of a can of wine is the equivalent of one can of wine. A wow. box of wine is the equivalent of thirty six cans of wine. Wow. Oh my god! Better that is better. <laughs> if I what a bargain! I'm getting, one, I'm getting it in a box. It's probably the same price as a six pack, True. and I am going to keep that box Do it. Uh, and right in my passenger seat. It's an adult <laughs> juice box. It it's is fine. Just yeah. get the straw out. <laughs> yeah. Put it in your through. backpack. I mean, maybe there Do you it. go. That's what we're going to wear in Seattle next time yeah. we're there. Backpacks with wine. Oh. It's on. That's the key. You know what you do? My trick is to get yourself a um, uh, plastic 7-Eleven uh, 32-ounce commemorative NASCAR cup mm-hmm. oh. and then <laughs> fill it <laughs> fill it with rosé and then just go see a movie by yourself. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, see how weird it can get. Just do it. That's it. This is going to be fun. Do it in Portland. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. That's how to do it. It'll be fun. Well, sir, this has been a lot of fun. We want to remind our listeners this has been comedian Derek Sheen, and he is going to be in Spokane at the Spokane Comedy Club on July 9th. And you should totally go. And listen, our listeners are totally used to hearing about. You know our genitals, so yeah. they'll be they will be totally excited to go. They're ready. Go to the show, uh, meet Derek, laugh a lot, and the boys are going to be there too. So thank you so much for taking time with us, Derek. Oh, thank you so much for having me, fellas. I'll see you soon. Okay. Yes. Have a great night. Bye. And again, you take care. That was Derek Sheen. You can catch him on his website at www.derektime.com or maybe go buy one of his comedy albums, Holy Drivel or Tiny Idiot. They are a lot of fun. That man's hysterical. So fun. Super funny guy. Listen, it's been an amazing show packed with comedy. We love to highlight comedians. Matthew Broussard, Derek Sheen. Check these guys out because they're always touring. Exactly. And there's so many good talented comedians out there that are coming through town like Derek Sheen or are out there like Matthew Broussard with right. websites and that's the beauty of it yeah so and know, listen we're gonna keep bringing them to you because will. that's what we do we here deliver. we deliver and we're and gonna keep fun. we're gonna keep doing some comedy packed mm-hmm. shows like this but and we're gonna keep bringing you those celebrities because Every that's time. what we love to do and one way you can keep up with the boys at the martini lounge is visit us at our website at jonathanandsergey.com as well as our social media that's gonna be facebook twitter instagram under jonathan and sergey find us listen you can't stop find go us. check out all the cool things we have going on we want to deliver them to you yes but we until do. next week Bye, bitch. Bye. The Martini Lounge is made possible by... Insert your name here. And also... We're looking for ads. And don't forget... You can display your business right here. The Martini Lounge can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jonathan and Sergey. And also our website, jonathanandsergey.com. Until next time, all you cool cats.